Welcome to our podcast, Hey David, where Grandpa Rod talks about life and attitudes, hope and success. Each week, he raises a new topic for David to consider. We hope it speaks to you too. We also hope you'll invite your friends to listen and that you'll share your comments with us. Here is Rod with today's topic. Hi, I'm Rod MacArthur, David's grandpa and narrator of the Hey David podcasts. Thanks for listening. I want David to have the best grandfatherly counsel I can give. It could be that you'll gain some light pointers too. Welcome. Today, I'm going to talk with David about how to detect and avoid self-deception. We hate being lied to by others. It's worse when we do it to ourselves. Always tell yourself the brutal truth and watch your world blossom. Hey, David, it's Grandpa. Putting these thoughts together for you, I sit here thinking about all the ways you might be tempted to stray from your core being. I have the same temptations. My thought for you today is about how important it is for you to stay true to your inner self, to stay true to your core being, to hold on to your values no matter what. Avoid and resist all pressures to depart from who you really are, and especially detect and reject any effort by yourself to deceive yourself and go against your principles. Have you ever wanted to violate your ethics? I have. Long before I met Grandma, I knew a young lady from Canada. I wanted a physical relationship with her, but I knew it was wrong. Still, that's what I wanted. I wanted it to the point that I would take those Bible verses which taught me otherwise and find a way to twist them so they didn't seem to mean what they said. Now, I never followed through on my desires. That's not the point here. The point is I wanted something so I was willing to twist my founding truths and ignore my core ethic. I guess you might say I wasn't really willing to violate it because I didn't pursue it. Nevertheless, I had a powerful force pushing me away from my core values. Forces like that exist in your life, too. They exist in everybody. So how do you resist? I suppose it starts first by knowing who you really are, doesn't it? Having a clear understanding of your guiding principles makes it easier to stay on course. Exploring the idea of personal ethics makes me recall some brave rock climbers I saw once in Yosemite Valley years ago. Which reminds me, I watched a rock climbing documentary on Netflix recently. It was gripping, but it ended on a cliffhanger. Back to my story. We drove into the valley and we were amazed at the formidable, rugged beauty all around us. We enjoyed a wonderful gourmet meal at a restaurant in the valley. Then we got back in the car and we were driving to our lodging. It was dusk. I looked up at the sheer rock wall called El Capitan, the foremost rock wall in the world, a rock climber's paradise. Right across its face, I saw twinkling lights. 
reminded me of the fireflies I saw back in Indiana. These turned out to be campers' lanterns. Amazingly, climbers were spending the night suspended on El Capitan's face. They were about halfway up. Each of them was dangling at least a thousand feet above the valley floor below. What was holding them there? They had driven pitons into small cracks in the granite face. They were sleeping on hammocks hanging from the pitons. I couldn't do that. I'd be scared silly. They trusted their pitons, so they were willing to spend the night suspended there. Come morning, they continued their ascent to the top. Your core beliefs are the pitons of your life. Those climbers depended on each piton to be driven firmly, securely, and well. They were confident that they wouldn't fall because their pitons were firm. As you know and hold to your true self, your belief system and the boundaries of behavior that define you, you will be unmovable too. Their lives depended upon the integrity of their pitons. Your life, all aspects of it, depends upon your integrity around your core ethic. Stay true to it. Understand it. Clarify it in your mind and heart and stay true to it. What, you might ask, is the source of anybody's core ethic, especially of yours? You are a complex compilation of information from multiple sources. Your parents had a hand in developing your value system, but they're not the only ones. You spent at least 12 years in public schools. Your teachers exerted steady influence on your thinking. That's why we call them teachers. Your friends also lend a hand both in helping you form your inner thoughts as well as exerting occasional influence on you to put your inner thoughts on hold. And don't forget the talking heads on radio, television, movies, yada, yada, yada. You must also consider societal influence. Concepts that society at large holds to exert persistent pressure it's devilishly difficult to go against that pressure, like wading upstream against relentless current. In fact, I'll say this. You must be clear as crystal on your values to be able to resist and stand up against societal pressures. My car came with the owner's manual. So did my computer and every electronic device I've ever purchased. They each have one. So... What's the point? Here's one thing you can bank on. The manufacturer knows more than I do about what's going on inside the car or computer or any electronic device I might have. He knows how it works because he designed it to work that way. If you're lucky, David, rather, if you're wise, you will let two primary sources predominate your inner values formation. More than anything else, take your core beliefs and ethics from your Creator. He made you. He knows how you and all other people in this world function and how you can maneuver through it to achieve the best outcome. He knows all that, and He has told you what you need to know in His book, The User's Manual. Peter said he has granted you everything pertaining to life in it. 
A second source would be the wise counsel of experienced people. Parents certainly fit into this category, but so do older men and women whose lives reflect the outcome of wise choices. To illustrate this, I'll give you three options. Would you rather take driving tips from A, a 17-year-old who just got his license, B, a 30-year-old with 18 traffic violations, three DUIs, and a collision on his record, or three, an older person like me, having logged nearly a million miles without any accidents and only two minor tickets when I was your age. Which of the three has solid driving advice for you to store in your core? If this is a reliable source of advice for driving a car, imagine how valuable it is for driving a life. Following this advice will undoubtedly generate conflicts in your life, though you'll face resistance and pressure from friends. The closer the friend is, the heavier the pressure could be. This inevitably leads to rationalization. Is the proposed action really all that bad? You also will face the pressure of desire. The bottom line is that all pressure is ultimately an internal struggle. Whether it is the desire to please or go along with your friends, or the desire to have or do a thing for yourself. The pressure to deceive yourself into doing anything against your core values comes from this inner struggle. Embarrassment and shame that could come if you own up to your actions might also keep you from being true about your choices. A lie stifled in this way will fester inside of you. This is why Shakespeare said, quote, This above all, to your own self be true, and it must follow as night the day that you can not be false to any man. End quote. He rightly saw inner honesty as the fount of all honesty. If you allow the inner to become polluted through self-deception, your integrity with all other people will always be suspect. You must not take lightly the struggle to avoid self-deception and be true to yourself. It will challenge you. Even the Apostle Paul faced it. He called it a war. The members of my body waging war against the law of my mind. What his mind told him to do fought against what his flesh wanted to do. This is the way it will be with you, too. Make sure that your inner voice wins. Stay true to yourself. David, my point is that self-deception is dangerous. It will eat you up and lead you to destroy relationships. But you will be safe from self-deception when you are clear on your values, based on the counsel of your Creator, and the life experiences and advice of wise people. Those two anchor points become your pitons to keep you from yielding to external pressures and deceiving yourself into actions you will later regret. So listen carefully to those people who have an admirable life and read your Bible regularly. Knowing these well will effectively reduce the temptation to deceive yourself. I love you, David. Thanks for listening. If you've got something worth holding on to from this blurb, come back next Monday. Next week, I talk with David about the power of commitment. Fear keeps us normal. Commitment 
makes us excellent. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Hey David. If you have thoughts, comments, or questions, please send them to rod underscore MacArthur at comcast.net. Rod will get back to you. Also, check out the church's website, www.churchofauburnwa.com. You'll discover a ton of information. You may especially enjoy the page Blurbs from Rod. Until Until next next Monday, Monday, have have a a joy-filled week.